Hi, it's Alan, and today I'd like to share two clips from the late, great Neil Postman. Uh, Neil Postman, you might know, was an author, a teacher, a media theorist, and a cultural critic who is probably best known for his book, Amusing Ourselves to Death, which is a great read, and I highly recommend it because it's as relevant today as when he published it back in 1985. I'm also a big fan of his book, Technopoly, The Surrender of Culture to Technology, and another book of his, The End of Education, Redefining the Value of School. I'll put links to both books in the notes for this episode. Now, the two clips I want to share both feel directly related to this Towers of Babel project. The first one is relevant because Postman is asking some great questions about the news we consume. That is the volume of news that's crashing over us every day. And this clip is from an interview he did in 1995, I think, on the McNeil Lair News Hour. And that's more than 20 years ago when Postman could already tell that our faith in the internet and the information revolution was and is badly misplaced. Uh, anyway, here's Neil Postman. I mean, if there are children starving in Somalia or any other place, it's not because of insufficient information. And if crime is rampant in the streets in New York and Detroit and Chicago or wherever, it's not because of insufficient information. And if people are getting divorced and mistreating their uh, children, and if sexism and racism are blights on our social life, none of that has anything to do with inadequate information. Now along comes cyberspace and the information superhighway. And everyone seems to have the idea that, ah, here, we can do it. If only we could have more access to more information faster and in more diverse forms, at long last we'll be able to solve these problems. And I don't think it has anything to do with it. Now, I love that quote because it echoes a question I posed to Elizabeth Colbert a few weeks ago. Uh, namely, what exactly are we doing when we sit down to read the daily news? Are we gathering information to make better and wiser decisions as citizens, or is something else going on? And needless to say, I think something else is going on. Now, the second clip is from a talk that Postman gave at the New York Public Library, and I think this is from the mid-1990s, but there's no date on the YouTube video that I grabbed this uh, audio from. Anyway, what caught my attention in this clip is the part near the end of this four-minute excerpt, the part when Postman talks about narratives that give us a sense of continuity and purpose. It's quite good, and here's the clip. For school to make sense, the young, their parents, and their teachers must have a god to serve, or even better, several gods. If they have none, school is pointless. Nietzsche's famous remark is relevant here. He said once, he who has a why to live can bear with almost any how. And this applies, I think, as much to learning as to living. To put it as I said it before, there is no surer way 
to bring an end to schooling than for it to have no end. Now, by a God to serve, I do not necessarily mean the God who is supposed to have created the world and whose moral instructions as described in sacred books have given countless people a reason for living and more to the point, a reason for learning. In the Western world, beginning in the 13th century and for 500 years afterwards, that God was sufficient justification for the founding of institutions of learning from grammar schools where children were taught to read the Bible to great universities where men were trained to be ministers of God. Even today, there are some schools in the West and most in the Islamic world whose central purpose is to serve and celebrate the glory of God. Now, wherever this is the case, there is no school problem. Certainly, there is no school crisis. There may be some disputes over what subjects best promote piety, obedience, and faith. There may be students who are skeptical, even teachers who are non-believers. But at the core of such schools, there is a transcendent spiritual idea that gives purpose and clarity to learning. To such schools, the word God is spelled with a capital G. But there are schools that have been animated by a transcendent spiritual idea which may be called a God with a small g. Now, I know it's risky for me to use this word, even with a small g, because the word having an aura of sacredness <clears throat> is not to be used lightly, and also because it calls to mind a fixed figure or image. But it is the purpose of such figures or images to direct one's mind to an idea, and more to the point, to a story. Not any kind of story, but one that tells of origins and envisions a future. A story that constructs ideals, prescribes rules of conduct, provides a source of authority, and gives a sense of continuity and purpose. A god in the sense I'm using the word is the name of a great narrative, one that has sufficient credibility, complexity, and symbolic power so that it's possible to organize one's life and one's learning around it. Without such a transcendent narrative, life has no meaning. Without meaning, learning has no purpose. Without purpose, schools become houses of detention, not attention. Now, what Postman says about schools and education could easily be said about journalism, too. That is, without some overarching narrative to give the news some meaning, then all the journalism we're consuming is just more information. It's information without any real context or any narrative frame, which means what are you going to do with it all? Where are you going to put 
all that new information. Now, one of the things that prompted me to start this Towers of Babel project was why journalists who were once simply reporters transformed themselves into storytellers. And to me, it's almost as if journalists knew that simply serving up more information was going to be inadequate, that the meaning of the information that they were sharing only would be apparent in the context of a story. And, and this is the key part. I think once a secular society turned away from the master narratives that were once delivered by the church, reporters had no transcendent narratives to replace them. And so journalists became the storytellers uh, and delivered an unending supply of self-contained narratives that often don't point to anything beyond the stories themselves. In other words, journalists are trying to do what the priesthood once did, that is, transform what happens in life into something meaningful. And I have a hunch, and actually I've had this hunch for a while now, that journalists who try to be the high priests of meaning are trying to do a job for which they are not well equipped. Now, I may be totally wrong here, and part of me hopes that I am but this is a thread on which I plan to keep on tugging. Anyway, that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening and for reading, and see you next time. If you feel all right to say yeah, I said if you feel all right, say yeah. <laughs>